0: I have to say, as I was arriving tonight, um, this is flooding me with memories because I used to live in a little road close to here called Princess May Road. Um, As a single parent, having um, left uh, a very... uh, well, dangerous and emotional marriage with a child who had special needs. And uh, my little flat in Princess May Road was where I slept on the couch for two years and sort of tried to decide how I would fight for her. Because my activism, I suppose, my lioness was born the night that she was born. Because some of you in the audience may remember, maybe some not, that in the late 70s and 80s, the NHS was on its knees. And we had a huge shortage of maternity staff care, and I went into labor to have this precious, so much wanted, beautiful baby girl, but there was no one to deliver her. So two days later, she was born starved of oxygen, and I was told that she should be taken away and put in care. No, not my child, not my love. She was going to stay with me and she was going to be the best that she could be. I was going to fight for her, for people to see not her disabilities, but her different abilities, because all of us are unique. All of us have different abilities, whatever, we might find out as we go through life. We must hold that precious in our hearts, that we are unique. We are human, we are empathetic, we are all special. Do not let people tell you difference is divisive. Differences is what we should shun. Differences are actually the things that hold us together as human beings. They make us the moral people who can stand up and fight for each other. So that is what I did 30 years, 31 years ago yesterday, because it was actually her birthday yesterday. And... I had, she had no one else but me. And I was going to fight the system because at that point, Only people with money and privilege had access to what's called statements, who could fight for support for their child throughout their educational system. And I felt this was wrong. I felt that every parent, every child, should have access to a statement, to support. So that was my first campaigning battle. And I was successful, and as you may know, many of you, it is now part of our system. And then after that I thought, what a privilege to be in a position where I can think of solutions whenever I encounter a problem, where I could use my voice to help others if they are weak, down on their luck, vulnerable. What a privilege to be able to stand up and use your voice to benefit others. And that is what my book Rise is about. That is what my life, my campaigning life has been about for 30 years. Not because I'm fearless, because I'm fearful. I'm fearful what happens when there is silence, when we do not speak up on behalf of each other. We might wake up one day and not like the society, the community, the country that we are faced with. And here we are. I am fearful again, more than I have been for decades. I am fearful that the ground we walked on and took for granted as being stable is now rocking, violently, From right to left, not just in the UK but around the Western world. So many questions are being asked about why is that. I offer you two of my thoughts. The first is responsibility. Have people who have ended up in positions of power and privilege forgotten what goes with those positions. Have they checked their responsibility, collectively and individually? I do not believe they have. I do not believe we have. We need to start checking our responsibility. The second I would say is the foundations that hold our society stable are values and principles. And we got a little bit sidetracked with our lives. We forgot to check in on how those principles and values were being taught and protected. Mandela once said that we judge a society by how we treat our children. I would modify that to how, what it is we teach our children. What are our politicians teaching our children? What is our silence teaching our children? What is fake news teaching our children? They will ask us that question in the future. And what will be our answers? We need to step up. We need to talk about who we really are. What is really going on in the world? I have tried to help others to find their voice in my book. I have used my life, all its failures, warts and all, to try and help people find the courage to speak up, to stand up, to ensure that the silence does not become the new norm. That fake news, lies, division, hatred, anger are not the new norms. We have all the power within us to change that, to ensure that does not happen. And each one of us can do it. Because the really exciting thing is, it's a bit like a drug. It's addictive. The more you do it, the more you want to do it. Start small. Defend someone. Be a little activist. And suddenly, you can't get enough of it. It's infectious. You learn to make mistakes, but then you build on it. Each one of us can be a change maker. Do not expect other people to be the change. We are the change. We are the ones that have to be the guardians of the future of our children. We must step up. We must not be frightened. We must not fear. let fear dominate us. Those who are peddling the fear have an agenda. Don't ever underestimate them or call them stupid. You must be mindful. You must listen. But also, you must be empathetic. People do not strike out in anger because, solely because they want to destroy. Yes, I know it's easy to knock down but it's so much hardier, harder to rebuild. But we can rebuild in a stronger vision of that that was in the past, if we do it with empathy, understanding, and go that extra mile. That is why I will never stay silent in the, in the face of fear, in the face of Farage. I will not stay quiet. I have fought, but I need you all to carry on fighting, because none of us can do this on our own. Watch this space tomorrow. There's a new fight that I will front. And I ask you all, as we go forward for the next two weeks in those EU referendums, uh, EU votes, elections for the EU Parliament, that we cannot allow Farage to be the face of Britain on the world stage. People have a right to choose which way they want to vote, the way they want to live their lives. But we also have a right to defend morality. We have a right to defend kindness, love, compassion. We have a right to defend our society against lies and those who would seek to turn the island of Great Britain into a laboratory for their ideology. I seek you. I beseech you. Do what you can. Every drop counts. We can come together in a stream of consciousness that will wash away and renew and refresh the Britain, the country we absolutely passionately love. Thank you.